Welcome back. Welcome it, back. It's been uh, it's been five. Months. <laughs> it's been a fi- has it been five months? Yeah, we recorded the last We're- one at the end of June. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my God! I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize it had been that long. <laughs> it's my bad. so funny. Well, because we saw each other in between, it doesn't. Uh, oh yeah, that's true. I guess yeah, we did. I visited in September, so yeah, we soaked up a lot. We of didn't need a podcast in September because we we saw each other. <laughs> we saw each other. Don't worry oh, about it, everybody. Man. It's fine. Uh, yes, it has in? been a long time. Well, I was I was fairly busy this summer. That's part of the reason I um I was just gone. Yeah, working, just busy and doing doing life and stuff. So. Being a legend, as you do. I think I might have mentioned it on the last podcast. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I mentioned it when I visited in September, but it burned me out pretty hard. Oh, really? I was like, I was at the end of the candle. I was like, oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, uh, no. Because it was, it was work, plus I was doing this studying thing on the side, so I was like, that was a mistake. Yeah, you were studying much. to fly planes, which you did yesterday when you called me, too. Indeed, so. yes, I flew a plane. I can fly a plane <laughs> on my own <laughs> Indeed, now. Indeed, yes, I flew a plane. I flew it yesterday on my own to Chilliwack, and I landed oh. in the WAC, and then I was like, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. So I took off again and left. I love that about you, man. Back. Oh, can you hear that buzzing? Is that me? There is a slight buzz now that wasn't oh, there before. Let's turn that off. <laughs> Don't need that, apparently. Yeah, there we go. It's gone. <laughs> what an experience. So, yeah. Um what else? What else is new? I mean, you had the job. You were tour guiding. I just listened to our most recent episode, so to give you a little bit of recap because it was fucking five months ago. Um, <laughs> it was a long time. <laughs> you were telling us stories about um, tour guiding, and one of the stories was that you got stuck. You got left behind as the last car that didn't make it onto the 7 o'clock ferry, so you had to wait till 9 o'clock. How many of those great oh. experiences did you have? Yeah, Wow. That was that was the last time that happened. Where they basically they canceled the seven o'clock ferry at that point. There was an eight o'clock, but we were put on standby for that. My colleague in front of me got in, but we did not. So we watched the other bus drive on the ferry, and then my guests uh, they stop us and we're like sitting there, and we're the only tour bus left, and we're fucking sitting there. They just loaded like six other tour buses on, and then they don't <laughs> load us on. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? What I was only a few alive. minutes behind my colleague. So that's what happened there. But nothing too major uh, other than that. I did have some people who, when we arrived on Vancouver Island in the morning, did not come back to the bus on the ferry. So I had to drive off without them. Oh, really? Um, and then track them down. But when I went back to the, I circled back to the terminal to track them down. There was some kind of soccer tournament because it was Saturday morning. So it was like literally 300 fucking soccer kids running around the terminal. I'm trying to track down two old ladies. I'm like, fucking hell. So I'm like running through a crowd of 300 people. And I, I found him. But um, other than that, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. It was a uh, pretty good summer. Very busy. Uh, people are traveling all over the place. That's great. Nonstop now. Bringing the COVID so back. It made it real. Yeah, bringing the COVID back with a with an oomph. Um. No, but it was it was fun. It was good. People are very generous this year, so I'm, I'm just taking time off for the winter. I'm just not Tip really doing a lot. Generous. Was it generosity, or did you absolutely smash the assignment? I slayed it, bitch. I slayed it. Slayed. You fucking slayed, bitch. No, I think I got better at the job. So like people, like I guess I guess it's reflected at the end of the tour sometimes. Yeah. Uh, people are very very kind, but um, yeah, I was also like trying to like study all this new material while doing a, a full time job. Is kind of fucking ludicrous i told someone at the flight school that uh, that i was working full-time like oh really oh that's that's bold it's like kind of especially at the beginning stage like when you're just doing your first license yeah it's like fucking because there's so much new information and then you have to apply it while learning at the same time i noticed yesterday because it was a solo flight there's no one with me i was much more relaxed and like I caught my own mistakes, like I made a few mistakes, but I caught them. But it's just much easier to kind of, I guess, stay calm, stay relaxed, stay focused, and things like that when you're not having to try and learn at the same time while flying a plane. Right. Because sometimes the instructor will be ex- explaining something to you, and you're flying, and then air traffic control calls you on the thing, but you miss what he said because you're busy listening the to the instructor. Yeah. And then, but the instructors are really good. They usually hear the the tower call you. 
Um, so they'll jump in like that's you or they'll respond for you. Um, but other times they won't because they want you to actually listen. They want to like, and you can do your best, but, but yeah, so it was just kind of, it was a busy summer, made it tough. And then we got to see you in September. And what else? I mean, you got to see us, but I mean, you weren't the main point. We were a nice addition. Yeah, fuck you. You were just a convenient hotel. That was nice. <laughs> um, uh, call it like free, it is. That's what I love about you, baby. free days in London, baby. <laughs> That's what I like. Uh, it was basically a stopping point on our way to Italy. That was what we were doing. And that was really good. I really like that. You heard all about it. We told you about it. The podcast didn't hear about it. Oh, that's true. The world didn't hear it. Tell us, Tim. Well, it was. You it, went to Italy. Yeah, it was. Re- it was really long. We went to a lot of places. We went to first. Flew to Naples, which I gotta say, if you skip Naples on your Italian travels, you won't regret it. Naples is a nice place. I'll say that. It's got some cool history and stuff, but it is chaos incarnate. I will just explain why because uh italians drive like it's their last day on earth like italians everywhere you go it is intense so you're trying to walk across the street um you the lights are on like the pedestrian crossing light but they don't care they're like whatever if there's a gap they'll slip through they'll go for it um we found that we eventually had to do what we'd seen in this travel documentary about this guy visiting Naples. I forget his name. Rick Rick Steves, I think, is his name. Does these travel documentaries, and he's like, just walk in the shadow of an of a local. So basically, when a when a local Napoli resident starts crossing the street, you're like, okay, it's good. Let's go. Follow it's this time person. Time to go. Get him. Get <laughs> this in Italian there. knows what they're doing. Um, so that was really good. But then we went down to the um, Amalfi Coast. That was fantastic. Uh, it's where all the Instagram people get their photos. Of course. We saw a lot of, of yachts because we took a little ferry between the villages. You sail past all these yachts and some of these things are bigger than anything I've ever seen. One of them had a little like its own little hangar bay underneath like it was a Star Wars ship which had jet skis that they lowered out of it from the yacht. And people were jet skiing around around this boat and they had a crew there waiting for them to come back. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> who, who are these people? Have You, you haven't like, watched Below Deck different... then, have you? Sorry? Below Deck? Yeah, you haven't watched it. No, what is that? It's a show all about the people who work and live on a yacht for Oh, like these super yacht things. On, on a, I don't know if it's a... Yeah, I guess it is a super yacht, but... Jenna watches it all the time. She can tell you all about it. I hate it. But the premise is that, yeah, you're following. It's like a real reality show. And you just follow the crew and of this, like, charter yacht that gets chartered by these super rich people. Wow. And it's they turn the most mundane things like, oh, my God, he burned the one quiche for the seven <laughs> guests. And the whole charter is ruined. Yeah. You know, like typical reality. It's a reality style. show. They play it up for the camera. Oh, man. Um and yeah, some of the, I mean, some of the shots that they get, I mean, that's probably the best part when I see Jenna watching it is the shots of exactly that people jet skiing around the boat, getting a helicopter to the boat. And you're like, oh my goodness. Yeah. It was nuts. Uh, we like, we only, we took a tour basically. We lived at, we were staying in Salerno, which is a village or a city just actually outside the Amalfi Coast. It's not actually on it. So it's much cheaper to stay there by the way, but there's a ferry that goes from Salerno to Amalfi, to Positano, you can go to Capri, whatever. Um, and they give you like three hours in each village, and it's pretty nice, especially because Positano, I got to say, I would not stay there, and I probably wouldn't even go back. Beautiful <laughs> town, like incredible. Like it's a yeah. city all the way built up along the side of the mountain, these colorful buildings. It's picturesque in every possible way. When you think of the Italian coast, that's what you think of. But it's so fucking crowded, and... <laughs> It's it was fucking so hot the day we were there, because we thought end of you know September, you know summer's gonna be winding down. It's gonna be not as hot. It was fucking roasting roasting in there. So Positano was great to visit. Got some cool souvenirs, um, and then just like got the fuck out of there. Um, Amalfi was pretty nice. We actually were in a church in Amalfi when it's this church attached to this monastery or whatever. And you go through a tour, it's a, it's a museum at the same time. But it's also mm-hmm. an, an active church, the Catholic church. Cool. 
And all of a sudden, we walk, we get to the church area, the actual hall. Pray a bit. Um, and there's there's a priest there, dressed up in the, in his fancy garb. And then there's people in dresses and suits, and we're like, "What the fuck's going on?" We're looking at there's other people like us, just in their shorts and t-shirts, like looking at this museum. And then all of a sudden, we start to realize, "Oh, there's a fucking wedding happening." <laughs> Um, and we arrived like five minutes before the bride walked in the front door. Amazing. And we were in there. We we're in the congregation, like sitting in the benches as the bride walks or standing, I guess, as she walks by. And I'm like, should we be here? <laughs> like all the other tourists and us were looking around like, should we be here? Like it's an open, like it's a public museum, I but it feels weird say, that, we're, that we're just here. This is an open casket. What is going on yeah. here? Wrong, wrong. So we, uh, we just, we, we stuck around for like, 10 minutes and we're like okay this is weird we, we should leave so we left we didn't see them do the whole <laughs> and they were doing a full catholic thing where they're doing the whole reading and like you know speeches right. from from people and whatever so i was like this could take a while so we walk around the mafia a little bit longer and then as we're about to leave like half an hour before you hear all this cheering and like the, the people like making a ruckus up near the the square where the church steps lead to and the bride and groom hopped in this like vintage Alfa Romeo convertible, bright red, and he was zipping around the village in this Alfa Romeo. I'm like, this guy's living the life. Like, what is going? Him and his new wife driving around, like waving at people. Um, and they were from the states, I think, because we, <laughs> they're all. It was everything was in English. That's why we stuck around because we oh, could understand everything they were saying. I think even their pastor, they flew in the the priest or pastor from the states. Whoa. He was there. I don't know. It was very confusing, but. I don't yeah, know. It was, it was high uh, the whole time. I have no idea what went on. Yeah, it was it was wild. It was wild, um, but that, very cool. So from there we went to where are we going? We went to Rome next, I think. Rome was tourist trap bonanza, but very cool if you've never been. Truth. Um, from there, where did we go? We went to Florence after that. Nice. No. I think we no. went to the Cinque Terre, which is the five villages nice. on the coast. So you go hiking between these five villages. Two of them were closed. The trails. So we only hiked between three of the villages, or four, I don't remember, but part of the trail was closed. That was really good, actually. Sarah and I said we'd go back if the trail ever opened up all the way, but they have rock slides and landslides and shit all the time, so you have to really time it well, I guess. And then, yeah, went up to Florence after that, and then, I think it was, sorry, I went Rome, Florence, then the Cinque Terre, and then up to Venice, which was very cool. Hmm. Gotta say, Venice is cool. However, one thing I found was very sad when we were there is the populations dropped like two-thirds in the last 15, 20, however many years, yeah. in the recent decades. Just because there's like, I guess there's no work for people. Yeah. It's mostly tourism-based now. So if you don't work in tourism, you work in a restaurant that serves tourism, you work in the support, you work at like garbage collection, you're in construction. Like... It's not like a bustling economy in Venice. Right. So it kind of makes you feel a little bit sad because you're walking around and some of these streets are just destitute. Yeah. Like, it's not like things are run down or anything. Like, nothing's falling apart. It's just like it's empty in some places. Like, in the main square, yeah, St. Mark's Square is lively. Things are going on. People are in the hustle-bustle areas. But as soon as you go off the beaten path, there's nobody. And you're like, this is weird. The soul is gone. Yeah, you don't feel unsafe or anything. Yeah. But it's just like some places are just empty and that's the way it is people just had to leave because they're like couldn't get work couldn't make enough money yeah had to leave um but it was very much worthwhile i would like highly recommend it to anybody it was superb it's really fun venice what would you say is the top spot on your whole trip i really liked florence man florence Florence baby the bomb it was really cool I think it's yeah, <laughs> partially for the Assassin's Creed connection, but it just kind of sneaks up on you. It's a very charming city. Like it's very people actually live there. That's what I found different between Florence mm. and Venice. Like it feels like a city that's you know it's got its thing going on. It's got this energy to it. People live there. People like living there. And then it's also got this historical aspect. It's got. We went to the Academia, which has Statue of David in it, and um, small PP guy. You saw his big dick. Oh. Big PP guy, big big man. He is. It's really impressive in person to go on to see the original. <laughs> his PP his is fucking impressive. <laughs> Love the that. The fact that people can grow a penis that large is just wild to me. Big fan of big PPs. 
Right, Jenna? Huh? <laughs> She's, She's like, like no, huh? not really. <laughs> what did you say? I was like, big fan of big peepees, right? No comment, Your Honor. No comment, Your Honor. That is the official byline. She's doing you a favor there. Yeah, she is. That bus that she could have thrown me under was yeah, I know. Also huge. She, she did you a solid. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah that was nice no, one. but yeah, Florence is very charming, like very walkable. Um, most cities actually that we visited were very walkable, except Rome. Rome's pretty big. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's pretty kick ass. It was. I like Florence a lot. Sweet. Yeah. What else? Yeah, like, we came since then. Then you came to see uh, Lon- us in London. Yeah. Yeah, we came back, stayed two more nights, I think, and then we left. And then, Bye. yeah, I, was, I had to go back to work right away, so I was working for like another month after that. That's right. And then I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sick and tired of it. And end of October, I just, I just coughed out. I was like, I'm done. Bye. <laughs> yeah, you had, uh, you had to work like a long day, the like next day, right? Yeah, well, it was like we got back the Saturday. I had the Sunday off, and then Monday I was doing a sixteen-hour day. I went to wow. Victoria, so it was, yeah, that was a bit of a, a bit of a rock and roll trip, but um, <laughs> it was fun because I, I mean, Victoria's nice. You get a couple hours here and there. You can take a nap, nice in the bus or whatever, which That's is clutch. Cool. That's clutch. Um, I got very good at sleeping on the bus because it's uh, two rows. Sorry. I guess you have four seats across with the yeah. aisle in the middle. And um, so you, you have to lay your body across the aisle. So you have this little dead space around your midriff, around your uh, like your your upper thigh area, yeah, which is hanging over nothing. But if you get used to that, sleep on the bus. Sleep on the bus. Because the seats don't recline enough. You like really actually lean back. So yeah, you just kind of got to make, make do with whatever you can. And you're not cool with the floor. It's pr- it's I do sweep it in the morning before the tour, but... Some guys don't like we don't mop it that often, <laughs> and some guys just don't sweep it at all. So, got it. Um, because it's the driver's responsibility to do it at the end of the day, but some of them, driver's you know, it's a 16 hour shift, you're not going to start mopping the floor at uh, the end of the day. Got I, it. I might do a quick sweep, but I'm not mopping at 10 30 at night. Um, and with the Victoria tour, <laughs> what the fuck is that background, you son of a bitch? Sorry, he's like, I'm in Hobbiton now. <laughs> It was like visual effects. I'm like, all right, I'll try something. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> I saw a good one where uh, there's this YouTube channel, Joma Tech or Joma something. He's a, I think he's a programmer or data science guy or whatever. And he does comedy videos on the side. At least he used to do them on the side. Now I think he does them full time. Uh, but he used to work for like Google and stuff and other places. So it's mostly like programmer humor. <laughs> but... Um, one of them was, oh, I got to hop on a, a meeting with my boss. It's like 11.30 in the morning or, or noon, and he's only just woken up because like programmers apparently sleep in really late. And uh, he's like, oh, my apartment's a mess. He's like, he goes to put on a virtual background on his meeting call, and it's just a picture of his apartment when it was clean. <laughs> so it's basically his apartment, but it's a virtual background. And actually, like the software does such a good job that it actually looks real. Amazing. Um, but he's got some good stuff. He's got a funny video where it's like if Apple made window blinds. And it's like the whole pretentious thing about like <laughs> our technology for blinds is unbeatable. AI learning in your blinds. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and it's like oh, super accurate it. but ridiculous at the same time. So Joma, I think Joma Tech is what it's called. It's really funny. Joma Tech. Um, J-O-M-A Tech. If you need to spell it. But uh, yeah, that's basically what's I guess I've been up to the last couple, couple of months, or that's it. Nothing five, recent five besides fucking months. Yeah, besides flying a plane, that's. I mean, that's pretty good, I guess. That's, yeah, man. Yeah, let me tell you, I can fly a plane, folks. And when I finally get my license, I'm yeah. not going to shut up about it. I'm going to tell every <laughs> fucking person I meet. When that's how far a joke away that, like, from that? Pilots do have. It's like uh, first requirement of your pilot's license: you have to tell everyone you're a pilot. That's the first <laughs> thing. Okay, you can't fucking shut up about it. And then uh, can't keep that a yeah, secret. Yeah, you fly the plane after that. Can't Sorry, keep that a secret. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. But what's uh like what's happened with you since uh, I guess since the last podcast since I left in September? Uh tons, tons is different. Well, that I mean, yeah, actually, fucking shitloads. Very um, cool. Living Moving the dream on. as per usual. I think yeah, the last podcast we recorded 
it was before, yeah, July, where it all kicked off. So July, I went to Mexico and Vegas for, well, Mexico for fun, Vegas for work. Mexico is very good. It's a rough enjoyed. life. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm like so drained right now on your holiday. <laughs> so drained, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, I just really look forward to my next experience, you know, my next adventure, my next journey. Life's about experiences. Other other buzzwords. Uh, did that. So, yeah, I did Mexico and... Oh, no, I went to Mallorca as well. So I was in Mallorca. Then I went for a couple of days. I think I talked about that in the last podcast. Then went to Mexico. Then went to Vegas. Then came back. Um, then in August, went to Finland for uh, a month, a month, a week. And um, a week. that was fantastic because that was to play disc golf. For those of you who don't listen to this podcast or give a shit, I don't care. The uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm going to tell you anyway. Um, I went to, yeah, I went to, was that in August? Was that in September? No, that was in September. Was, uh, was that in Christ almighty? When the fuck was it? When do we go Can't to? Can't remember his own life. I know. Terrible, terrible. Um, what? That's not August? July? What the? It's a good problem to have. This guy travels so much, you can't remember when he went to Finland. Oh, there it is. Yeah, travel flight to London from Helsinki. So yeah, that was in July. Went uh, went for a week and played some disc golf in the forest in Finland. Finland has some of the best disc golf courses in the world. And sorry, they don't sound like that, but let's pretend they do for now. And then in September, that's right, in September, went to Montreal for Ration Banana or Rosh Hashanah, as the Jewish people like wow. to call it. I prefer ration banana. Like, I prefer <laughs> ration banana. Uh, because it's funny, and that's the way I like that. So I go for ration banana. Uh, we went to see Joe Lysett. That was right. Well, that's when you came. We went to go see Joe Lysett as a comedian. That was right at the end of our trip, I think. We were just right at the end of your trip. Out. We went to see the Arkells, which was also right at the end of your trip. That was awesome. Then we went to Montreal. And then in October, we went to... Um, not in October. Did we go anywhere in October? Fuck, what losers? Um, you didn't go to based on this trend, I'm going to say yes. You definitely did. For <laughs> I don't sure. think so. You just I named every month so. in the summer. and You, you definitely <laughs> went somewhere. So. No, October, I think we took the month off, if I'm going to be honest with you. I got to take off a month off <laughs> from all my vacations. Oh, just, oh, my, oh, my life is so hard. And then in November, uh, we actually did do something. We went to um, we went to Stockholm. We went to Sweden. Um, for a weekend and it was the only weekend where they had had snow that's oh boy <laughs> yeah which was and they're like it's probably not going to snow difficult. for until january and we're like great this is so great um but otherwise well, we've yeah. had snow laying around here for almost a week yeah you've had it really cold in vancouver it's been chill it's been really chill um yeah. i had to delay like all my flights for like a week and a half to almost two weeks just because Ice won't melt anywhere. It's just crazy icy everywhere. But yeah, crazy. outside, like the the places that sit in the shade with no sunlight, still thick, thick ass snow. Damn. Maybe it's worse. Maybe it's better today. It got warmer today, but I haven't been out today. I've been inside. <laughs> Chilling. Yeah. Well, you said you were editing something, so I'm assuming you're working a bit this morning. Yeah, just a little bit. I don't work that much. Nice. Let's be honest. Voiceover is pretty straightforward. You, you say the thing, you edit the thing, you you send or email the thing. Yeah, for those of you who don't know and who listen to this podcast, you can find Tim's voice in all kinds of crap. Um, it is weird now. Yeah, yeah, I'm on a lot of weird stuff now. Yeah, it's funny. One this morning, it was a podcast. They they wanted to do like a fake news report for their intro. Oh, nice! Like aliens have arrived, and like the podcast hosts are the only ones that can save us. And I'm like the reporter who's on the ground, like we're here on the ground, like doing the thing, and <laughs> that's um, amazing. It's pretty funny. But then also, I'm doing like I did this weird video last week of this guy. I think he was from Middle East somewhere, Saudi Arabia or whatever, and he wanted to voice like an English narration for this. I guess it was a tribute video for his dad. Is that Jenna's hand? That is Jenna's hand. Yes. Hello, Jenna's hand. Hello, Jenna's hand. Says Tim. 
Hello, Timothy's head, says Jenna. Thank you. Go on. Thank you Saudi very Arabia. much. Oh, we can yeah, get anyways, so This is going to be a good it, segue to the, to the Soccer World Cup. Oh, yeah. Anyways, it was just like some kind of tribute for his dad. Like, I think his dad had passed away. Okay. And it was like a video tribute to his dad, and then I was playing him narrating, and then it was weird because it, it was English was kind of broken. He's like, edit it to make it sound better, but some sentences you don't even know what he's trying to say because it's a direct <laughs> translation from Arabic, and you're like, I don't. Some of these words don't really just like match the sentence and everything. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah. So you can find my voice in a lot of weird shit. Um. But we didn't. What are we at December now? We didn't finish your your. Where did you go to in November again? Sweden, Sweden. Stockholm. Which is cool. You, it you snowed like it? the whole You've been time. Once before. You went once in the winter, actually, last time. Have you ever been to Sweden in the summertime? <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh, boy, last time we went, yeah, you and I, you, me, and Lars went, and it was about exactly the same time. It was like, it was literally fucking within weeks. so cold. <laughs> it's so we cold. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. It's the worst. Uh, but you remember, we, do we remember we did that trivia at the hostel? And we beat. Um, this is all oh, like, the Australians or the New Zealand. It was like a South African, an Australian, and they were being super cocky. And there was you and me and Lars, and we were there. And we were like just a bunch of dumbasses. Like yeah, <laughs> like we were having beers. Like we didn't give a shit. And then we absolutely rinsed him and got that free breakfast. Do you remember that? Well, they got really pissed about it too. Yeah, they got pissed the because we knew the, the answer. Really competitive. Um, there was a question about so there's two Canadians and a Dutch guy. There was a rugby question. How many players are on the field in rugby? And I was like, it's 15. Fuck it. I don't know how many people are on a field in rugby. I thought it was 13. Oh, yeah. I think this is the, this is okay. So maybe I'm not remembering the story exactly. But basically what happened was they asked the question. The question was, how many players are on a rugby team on the pitch? How many people are on the, uh, a rugby team? And depending on if it's rugby union or rugby league, it's a different number of players. Oh, because there's an international one and then a non, like international standard. Wait, they're just two different, slightly different sets of rules. And I didn't know there was two different, slightly different sets of rules. So mm-hmm. me neither. I was like, <laughs> I, I think it's 15. Know. Yeah, exactly. I think it's 13. Whatever. We're like, we put the number down. And then they said it's 13 and we got it right. And they're like, that's bullshit. There's no reason. <laughs> And we're like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> it's called dumb luck, guys. Yeah, dumb luck. Also, I, yeah, I thought first. it was like it was pretty high. I knew it was more than a soccer pitch because you like you look at a rugby field when they're playing. There's so many dudes on the field. <laughs> Looks like there's like, an army how, out there. <laughs> how many people do you need? Um, so you know, it's more than uh, a soccer pitch, like eleven, yeah. eleven. But um, yeah. oh, another opportunity to sure. transition to the FIFA World Cup. Did you see? Speaking of Saudi Arabia, some of the celebrations when they beat Argentina. Have you seen any no, of these viral I videos? I haven't watched any of it, to be honest. I just kind of like switched my brain off about it. Um, Same. I'm, I'm not an activist. I care about slaves uh, halfway around the world that I can do nothing for. And LGBTQ um, rights and all of that. And, and yeah, that all too. Of that. that too. Uh, and also but, the fact that they pulled out with the beer selling like two days before the tournament. That like, as well. It's against your your faith or whatever, but like you don't have to make other people not drink it. Like, and then there's um, all these fake fans. They've literally flown in fans because there's not enough people in Qatar who give a shit about soccer to come and watch. Anyways, mm. no. So what I saw was a couple of it was a viral video that went where people put together all the celebrations. People so when in the group stages, Argentina Argentina was playing Saudi Arabia. Argentina the Fan like the favorites to win for sure lose to Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabians go nuts. There's a video of a party at somebody's house where he takes the door off the hinges and throws it out into his yard in celebration. There's another one at this party. This guy goes outside and shoots his AK-47 into the air. And it's like, ah! It was, oh, it's just, you could just, just Just casually owns an AK-47. Dude, what are you doing? And the fact that he brought it to like a FIFA World Cup viewing party, like, who are you supporting? Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> like, I, I would, yeah, I haven't kept any of the results. I don't know any of the, what happened with any of the games at all. I've just been totally disconnected from it. Because it, it didn't even feel like leading up to it, it was real. Because it's usually it's in the summertime, Northern Hemisphere yeah. summertime. So it's in July. Yeah. Because um, it is in the Northern Hemisphere. Qatar, I, I believe, is in the Northern Hemisphere. But it's so fucking hot there in the summer. Like, oh, we can't do it in the summer. Because the athletes will die. <laughs> and it's like, okay. 
And then they're like, let's do it in November. And I'm like, Doesn't that why? Like a problem? Like, yeah. It just feels wrong. I don't know. Um, if it was a southern like hemisphere, like Brazil did it a few years ago, yeah, okay, that makes more sense if you want to play in the summer. But I don't know. Just everything about it, it didn't feel like they'd built up to it strongly enough. Um, there was a lot of like obviously backlash around uh, human rights violations and whatever. So I just felt so disconnected from it this year. But I'm yeah. going to go on YouTube and I'm going to watch Saudi Arabia <laughs> celebrates defeating Argentina. <laughs> That's probably the highlight Saudi. thus far. Highlight yeah. thus far. Alfonso Davies scored a, um, a goal for Canada. That's cool as well. They oh, didn't yeah, they do lost very their well. Because they're like, we've scored a goal in the World Cup. We've never done that in like 40 years. Meanwhile, we've got the leading scorer in the world on the female team, Christine Sinclair, who's like the top scorer ever in World Cup history, if you include both genders. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. It's just that like we feel so sorry for the men's team that we're like, finally, they did something. The women's we are like bringing it. home silver medals all the time. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so true. So true. No, so yeah, um, I mean, it's it's going to be crazy. Um, England's due to play their quarterfinals match on Saturday here in England. Um, I don't think I want to go outside doing. Even if if they win, there's going to be riots. If they lose, there's going to be there's riots. There's going to be riots. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's not going to be riots. Rough. It's just going to be absolutely mental out there. I don't think the Brits are um, pretty passionate about football. I don't think they're like full Vancouver Canucks fans where they would just riot. Um, I think some of the people here did the right, though. We're just using it as an excuse. For to, anarchy. To be, yeah, kind of break the rules, like mob mentality, kind of blend in with the crowd kind of thing. Yep. Um, I don't, honestly don't think anyone in Canada cares about hockey that much. <laughs> like, honestly, that, like but... I know it's like part of the national identity and everything, but like, grow up. Like, come on. <laughs> what are you doing? Grow up. Um, grow up. Anyways, now that I'm done dadding the country of Canada, what um, is dadding? Oh, like like parenting, like dad. Oh, like <laughs> it was like some voting. sort of like phrase or woke term. I was. Missing. I know. I was gonna say it's probably like Gen Z's probably got a, a, another meaning for it than yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Than I do. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I wanted to bring up because we always talk about it. We always talk about Star Wars. Oh, finally. What took you so... Here. What are we at here? Uh, no, Fucking two and a half hours minutes? in? Uh, almost 40 minutes. <laughs> hey, made it before the hour mark, so that's good. Hey, go. um, good to the reason I want to bring it up, did you watch Andor, Andor. on Disney? No, I haven't. Cause, okay, so before you, ra- before you jump into this, let's also talk about other TV and movies outside of Star Wars after this, if, if you can agree to that. Okay, well, I just needed to bring up Star Wars, so I mean, that's the box checked, so that's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I haven't seen Andor. Go ahead. Andor's great. <laughs> so I've heard. It's very good. And I, I would honestly say, not just for a Star Wars show, I would just say for a show in general, it's really good. Awesome. And honestly, like, stands above a lot of stuff that I've seen lately. Awesome. I've heard this several um, times now. S- same thing, like... Even Star- take Star Wars out of it. Let's pretend it was a yeah, Winnie the Pooh series. Star Wars show? It's really fucking good. You're like, okay. oh my God. This spinoff of a spinoff has no right to be as good as it fucking is. <laughs> um, honestly, you're like, this guy from that one movie, and you know he died at the end of that movie? Um, you're going to make a prequel series about him? Um, yeah. More, please. Gimme, 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 gimme. I know. I want more. <laughs> That's all I'll say about it. Like, Go watch Sweet. for yourself. If we've got podcast listeners, if you're not a Star Wars fan, it doesn't fucking matter. Don't give a you shit. You don't need to watch Rogue One, the movie where the the title character's from. Introduced. You don't have to watch that movie. You just watch the series and you fucking love it. Fuck yeah. Um, um, I'm saying that from an objective standpoint, not a subjective Star Wars fan. Even if you are, man, it doesn't fucking matter. Um, I met with a buddy, a colleague of mine yesterday talking about things we were watching recently so i'll let you go first besides and or what have you watched recently uh start watching mythic quest again the new season on apple tv mythic quest uh, it's What's rob mcclehan he's from fuck? he's from uh always sunny philadelphia yeah he's the guy he who owns wrexham yeah so he's he created always sunny um got a lot of success obviously 
yeah. and then bought that that football team with Ryan Reynolds. Um, but he also created the show Mythic Quest, which is basically he plays the creative director of this game called Mythic Quest. And it's it's basically it's it's like a an office comedy about a game developer, like uh, like you have The Office, but The Office is like the type of humor is way different. Mythic Quest is just this game developer making this game Mythic Quest, and his character, the creative director, is like this a Steve Jobs types like kind of like genius of the genre, kind of you know <laughs> so fucking full of himself, it's a little obnoxious. But Danny Putty's in it. Cool. Yeah, he's really good in it. He's really fantastic in it. Um, the guy from who plays cricket in Always Sunny is in it. It's really funny. Um, Amazing. There's a lot of good stuff. There's one episode or two episodes where they just totally diverge away from uh, the the mainline story of the series. It's in season two, I think. It goes about goes into the history of the uh, head writer of the video game. It goes back to his backstory, and it's like its own self-contained film. Like it's kind of weird. Um, but it's really good, and you're like, what the fuck? Why is the show so engrossing? Um, and <laughs> well, yeah, so Charlie funny, Day helped write it as well. The other guy from Always yeah, Sunny from, Philadelphia. from Always Sunny Philadelphia. So they co-created yeah. it, and like the show's really good. That's really fun. I actually watched all of the also on Apple TV because I had to, I got this trial through my iPad for nice. three months for free. So I watched uh, Long Way Up first, which is the new motorcycle documentary of Ewan McGregor and Charlie. With Ewan Borman. McGregor. Sweet. So they they drive up from South America all the way up to Los Angeles. It's the third of three. They did long way around where they drove around the world, and long way down through Africa. So I watched the the light, the latest one first, then I went back and watched the first one, and then the second one. Those are all really good. Highly recommend those. And then what else? What else? What else? Oh, I can't remember now. Do you have anything in mind? What if? What about? Have you watched the most recent season of The Boys? First of all. Oh yes, I did. Nice. That's good. I've watched that very recently. And then another one that some I've just finished as of Sunday was The Peripheral. I don't know what that is. So this is actually, I mean, it's not under the radar. It's, I mean, it's got a lot of uh, budget behind it. Oh, is that a thing on Amazon? Is it the, the, it's like on the Amazon. virtual reality thing? Yeah, it's from. it's about like virtual reality, but it's made by Jonathan Nolan. And if you recognize that last name, it's because his brother is Christopher Nolan. Westworld. Um, And he's also the creator of Westworld, one of the co-creators of Westworld. So the two co-creators of Westworld, two of them, Jonathan Nolan, and I can't remember the the lady's name now off the top of my head, they adapted a book by the same name called The Peripheral, and it has to do with it's based in two places, in North America in 2028, and it's based in London in 2100. So that's all I'll leave it to. There's a bit of time changing slash go-betweens. What I really like about it, about the show that I watched when I watched it, is you don't know who the bad guys are. You don't know who's the good. Well, you kind of know who the good guys are. It kind of points out who the good guys are who you're sort of rooting for, the protagonist. Yeah. But you don't really know who the bad guys are, which is awesome. I like that a That's lot. That's cool. Um, a of mystery. There's a lot of it's a every lot time of I mystery. open up Prime Video, it's always the first one that pops up now. It's, yeah. I think they're trying to really advertise or, I guess, push it. Yeah, um, I, I went for it because I'm a big fan of, um, of Westworld and I like the Nolan brothers. So I was like, mm-hmm. hell yeah, I'll give it a go. I watched the first episode. The first episode's slow. It's typical... Yeah. Um, Typical, no, like... Well, you got to build up to it, I guess. Yeah, it's got a lot of... It's got the... Actually, they've just... I think they're finished the first season now. If they are, they've definitely, like, cliffhangered it quite well. But they, they've they they've only but begun. Yeah. And it's very good. Um, well, I can say a similar thing, like, with Andor. I saw complaints that people say the first couple episodes are really slow. And, like, I can understand that to a point, but... Not everything has to be like big dick, go hard first episode, blow your mind. Like, let things settle in. It's a TV series. It's twelve episodes. They're building to something, obviously. Right. Um, and I don't know what it's like in the peripheral, but at least with Andor, it it all serves a purpose. Like, there's not a really a, there's not an ounce of fat in the show. Everything's really kind of there for a reason. Yes. Um, um, I don't know about Andor, on, um, but I the characters in this. They're all unique. They're all you can all you can tell why they do what they do, and that's what I mean. Is you don't know 
who the bad guy is because you know why people are doing it and you can kind of get behind everybody you can see why everybody you can get behind everybody's motivations um so yeah, it's 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 good. No, I'm I'm I've got to watch Andor. I've definitely got to watch Andor. Uh, I've been told about a couple other limited series, and I want to see if you've actually seen these as well. One of them was called Oh Severance. Have you seen Severance? I started watching a little bit of it. I I haven't finished it though. I, I watched like 20 minutes, and then I had to go somewhere. But uh, yeah, so that one I, I haven't really watched. Um, another one was Five Days at Memorial. That's a mini-series, so that's not necessarily like a TV series. I don't know it. Five Days at Memorial is about um, the five days after um, Hurricane Katrina at a hospital in um, New Orleans about... they Potentially, there was like an investigation into whether they killed patients at this hospital because they couldn't get rescued. So they were like euthanizing people at the hospital. So that's what that's about. Um, there's also a show, The Loudest Voice, which is also a miniseries about the guy who ran Fox News. Who did you, did you ever see the movie Bombshell? I heard about it. Where they like uh, expose part of the Me Too movement to expose yeah, this yeah. guy. Especially right. around, I guess, Fox News. Yeah, so it's um, the leader of... the lady with the blonde hair. Yeah. Um, so it's called, it says seven part limited series about Roger Ailes, the founder of Fox news, focusing on the past decade, which Ailes arguably became the Republican party's de facto leader. Um, apparently that's very good. Um, and something called echo three or echo three was not. Oh yeah. Saw an ad for that the other day. Echo three. Yeah. It's a bit more like, um, it's like combat military, combat military. Exactly. Stuff. Stuff. Um, but gets on only gets six point six on IMDb, so eh, maybe it's not that great. But um, yeah, tons of tons of recommendations for TVs. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been interesting because I, I mean, I've saturated my life recently with uh, with the documentary style viewing with the long way around, long way down, long way up. Nice. So like trying to get yourself back into like dramatic shows is it's weird because you're going from this I guess kind of lighthearted, educational just kind of sit back relax kind of show to sometimes investing in this very serious drama or whatever and you're like I don't know how to feel about anything <laughs> why don't but, I trust um, anyone did you watch uh, since we're into documentaries did you watch the FIFA documentary about how corrupt they are on I added it to my watch list recently because I was like this is very relevant to right <laughs> now yeah um, especially because what was the last World Cup was in Russia wasn't it uh, and then this yes. one in Qatar, and then what's the next one going to be in fucking North Korea or some shit? I don't know. <laughs> no, the next one's going to be in Can- in North America, in Canada, U.S. Oh, that's Mexico. right. Oh, sorry, <laughs> my bad. Still, um, um, it's just I'd expect FIFA to be like, "Psych, North Korea." <laughs> like, what? Though you, it's funny you joke about that because he's actually the head of FIFA, the most corrupt assholes of corruptness. Yeah. I've actually said like, yeah, a tournament in North Korea would bring the world together. Oh my god! Oh, maybe that's maybe that's where I got the idea. God, I probably maybe heard that in passing or something. I don't know if that's real or fake, but uh, just like, can you believe it? Could it's you hard now it? with the Twitter thing where everyone's verified; anyone can say anything anytime. <laughs> so funny! Oh, we didn't even touch on that, but that's something that's happened as well. That ha- that was a huge thing that happened recently that we yeah. didn't cover during our five month absence. <laughs> Uh, or during our 45-minute podcast that we've got. I know, yeah. Yeah, I I mean, it's becoming so much with the Twitter thing. With everything that happens now, I'm just slowly and surely becoming more and more detached from things that I really follow or care about in regards to the news. Like this World Cup thing, just honestly just switched it off. (laughs) Like, At least in the past, I've had it kind of in the background or in the peripheral of my interest, but now it's just like whatever. Hmm. I don't care. Like, there's just yeah. too much going on now. I just yeah, can't deal with much. it. So true. So much um, going on. But watch, yeah, I'm just gonna... watch the peripheral though. <laughs> I will watch it. No, I mean like that kind of stuff. I love it. It's like with with regards to like current events, like with this Twitter shit and like yeah. with the FIFA thing. It's like, man, it's just like, just leave me alone, world. Yeah, <laughs> just we're just we're just... tired. I can't enough. understand, like, you go on Reddit or whatever, you see all these, like, screenshots of of people tweeting about every different issue, and it's always, like, the same three people do, doing these tweets. And I'm yeah. like, what are these people's lives like? 
like how stressed are they when they're always like getting on like Trump's case or they're they're tweeting about Qatar or they're like tweeting about such and such. I'm like, like Who are cares? you just not stressed all the time when you think about this <laughs> constantly. stuff? Constantly. Like, like, oh my gosh, your blood pressure must be peaking constantly. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. We must. Well, it'll be interesting to see if they run any studies on like generational stress levels, like. Oh, ours is going to be through the fucking roof. Through the roof. Through the roof. Um, We're more aware, I think, of global issues, which makes things more stressful every day. Way more stressful. And then, I don't know, like financial stresses and whatever. Um, Cost of living crisis. (laughs) I know. That's what I keep Well, we were just discussing like moving to a new place. Um, You know, places maybe like a little more, maybe not a little more space. Oh, yeah, a little more space, just more livability i want to say like better like light in the apartment b- bigger windows mm. whatever things like that and just like you're looking around and it's just like not a lot available what is available is kind of expensive or yeah. it's just like not quite there people like want like a ton of money for things and you're like but it's why? not worth it but yeah. why like it's not worth it and again yeah it's that extra layer it's in the layer cake of stress that is my life the layer cake. That's of a stress. metaphor, people. That is going to be the name of this episode. The layer, the layer cake, of, cake stress. of stress. That is my <laughs> life. Uh, that, that is uh, my life is too long. Either it's that, that is, is my life. Right. Or we don't. People don't like to read. That's no. fair. Neither do That's I. That's why we do an audio format. Yeah, <laughs> we do an audio format. We're not going to write you an email. <laughs> Excuse me. Could you read this forty-five minute long rant about things that bother us and also things that like 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 TV shows like like the Peripheral. I'm going to Italy and spending an amazing amount of time there. So that's true. That was cool. We were there for almost three weeks, though, and I will say that's like just a little bit too long. Like I think I shut your whore mouth. You had a great time. <laughs> no, I know it was great. No, it was great. But at the end, like once Venice was our last stop, we got to Venice. We we're like, holy fuck, we're so tired. <laughs> like we just want to go because you you feel like you need to fill every single day up with something. Yeah, it's true. And you're like, you're always like, okay, we got to maximize our time in this place, in this place, in this place. And you try and hit everything. You work harder than you ever do in like at home. Like, <laughs> I'm out all the time when I'm on vacation. But when I'm here, I go out every three days. <laughs> I don't even leave yeah. the house sometimes. <laughs> it's great. Too I love it. Too many things to do. Too many things to do. Yeah. 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 So, um, like, that was one thing we were looking for. for we were like, considering, oh, maybe get a new place. Um, get a place with like a nice patio and can hang out outside. I was like, I, th- I used to think that was important to me. And then I realized, I don't go outside. So <laughs> let's maximize on the inside space. And then, you know, think about the outside space later. Let's go with walls on all sides. If yeah, possible. and like maybe, maybe like, like, a, like a fridge that's, you know, on the top and the, the freezer on the bottom. Because having the freezer <laughs> on top is just so fucking stupid. I hate it. <laughs> See, and it's like this tiny place, box. You know you can buy a new fridge whenever you want. I know, but it's like you got to like finance it. You got to get rid of the other one. Like whatever. <laughs> Uh, this one works fine. I, I, like, it works fine. Yeah, it works such fine. a first world problem. It is, but it's just like being a tall guy. Like I hate because you go in the fridge more often. Obviously, obviously. You, I don't like bending down to get the vegetables because they're always <laughs> at the bottom. And you're like every time you got to make dinner, you got to put vegetables in there. Apparently, because of course that's what a, that's what adulthood's like. Um, and <laughs> it ain't just cheese and meat anymore. It ain't just. I fucking- know. When I first moved out, when I moved to Regina, it was a lot of like pre-cooked like chicken strips yeah. in the oven or i would do uncle ben's rice because i was like i don't have a rice cooker i'm gonna burn this rice if i don't just throw it in the microwave it was a lot of that and then eventually i had to evolve obviously but and so have you i have yeah i've gotten better you have a rice yeah, cooker? i have a rice oh, cooker have my now, rice so. cooker yeah have you what you want a bag <laughs> i can put it in the mail for you <laughs> It'll get here. It won't work in the plugs, but I'll have it. I'll, I'll have say, it. Well, I mean, they have these things now, like these rice cookers. That it's a, not rice cooker. It's an instant pot. You can do stew, yeah, oh yeah. rice. You can do like everything. So I might eventually get one of those because those look pretty cool. Those are intense. Those are really, really intense. Those are yeah, pre- you do like stew, pressure cooker. But also rice cooker, but it's got like eight other functions or something stupid. Like, I don't know. Yeah. We have an air yeah. fryer now, which we use every oh, you three do. months. Jesus so, Christ, yeah. you are full on millennial. Look at you. I know. I was like, air fryer. Got a super espresso machine or super automatic <laughs> espresso machine or whatever. Oh, my Fucking God. Fucking millennial to the max, baby. To the max. To the max. You're not oh, even you a hipster. You go to a Starbucks. Like, yeah, there's millennials in there. A lot of, there's a lot of boomers and Gen X and Gen Y in there, too. 
fucking guys. And maybe the Gen Zers are doing it just ironically. I don't know, man. I think the are just doing it because they grew up and their parents are like, let's go get a hot chocolate from Starbucks. And they're like, that's the yeah. biggest waste of a hot chocolate. <laughs> Starbucks hot chocolate's garbage. Man, I've you really say that. I had the other day. So you know I like hipster coffee. I'm a fucking, I'm hipster. I fucking love hipster coffee. Yeah. I I found the limit the other day. Found the oh, limit no. of where my hipster coffee lends Of me. your tolerance. Went to this coffee shop and I was like, so here usually when you get, when in North American Astro Filter, it's just the like big drip filter comes through. It's like rocket fuel. It's like get your double-double, get fire. You can, this is going to light you up for the rest yeah. of the day. Right, that's your like filter. Over here, um, you can't really get that kind of filter coffee here. It's more like artisan in that we do like pour over and do like what I made for you when you're here. It's like very fancy. Yeah. So I went into the shop and I was like, I don't really feel like, so we, you do all the espresso style drinks, obviously. Um, but I didn't really feel like an espresso or a milk drink. And I was like, I just want some like filter black coffee. When it's this like really nice looking coffee shop, it's in the most hipster part of town. Like mm. this is like it, it, the, the roads called, I mean, for anybody listening, the roads called Broadway market. If you know where that is, you know it's the most fucking hipster road. It's almost millennial goddamn road. It's in the middle of Hackney. What neighborhood is it in? Hackney. It's in Hackney. Like, if oh. you know Hackney, that's just a millennial hipster. I have no idea. <laughs> um, so I go in there. It's like, can I have some filter coffee? And he, he like, he's like, yeah, actually we have two on filter coffee now. And I was like, my like subtle erection for like weird coffee nerdism is starting to like fire up and getting like a little bulge in my pants and i'm like mm. oh yeah he's asking me what kind of coffee i want and i was like i'll have the nicaragua coffee please because i don't feel like an indonesian one right now Ooh, yeah, yeah. and so he's yeah, like let's go no south problem. america baby no problem he's like i'll get that started it's gonna take a couple extra minutes because it's a pour over and i was like that's cool that's what i'm here for i'm here for the experience he's like all right here i'm gonna do it and he starts making he makes the coffee and he's like oh here's a oh you can just tap your card in the thing Guess how much it cost? Six. No, I was thinking dollars. Four pounds. Four and a half pounds. Oh, that was I was close. You were close. I couldn't. That was I couldn't believe it. It's it's just literally grind beans. Water over some coffee beans. Dude. Put water on top of coffee beans. Four and a half pounds. I on it. I was like, this is the limit. This is it. Like six six. Yeah, that's about six six and a half dollars. I was yeah, like, I was holy like six bucks. fuck. How did I get that so close? Because that's happened to me. That exact thing has happened to me. Oh, no. There's a place near Granville Island, uh, which the tours used to go to all the time. And sometimes a little sleepy, so go in there. Also, I use their toilet because it's a nice toilet. So <laughs> Sometimes I'll buy a coffee if I'm in there. But I haven't gone back in a while because I went in one time. I was like, yeah, it's just like a, like a yeah, filtered coffee, like a drip coffee, whatever. Like the, the simplest one you can make, please. And she's like, yeah, that'll be, it wasn't $6. It was like almost 5 though. For a small, like, 12-ounce, whatever, how many mils is that? Like, 300? Not even? Yeah. I don't know. And I, oh, I was like, I already have my card out, so it's not like I can say no. I'm like, okay. Like, tap the machine. <laughs> exactly. You got me like, by the balls. Yeah. <laughs> and then you look up at, I looked at the prices, because I didn't actually look before. Because it's Cause one of those that has a piece of paper on the counter. So you have to bend over and like look at it with a micro- microscope. Yeah. So I'm like leaning in and I see like, oh, the, the regular coffee is $5 or whatever. And then the lattes, like the espressos and the and the fancy machine coffees, they're not that much more. They're like $6. Right. And I'm like, why though? Why? I'm literally watching her grab it from a, like a pre-made thing and pour it into a cup for me. Why is mine five dollars? Because they're like, oh, people will see the value of the the latte and they'll get the latte instead and pay the extra dollar for whatever. Sure, I don't Fine. know, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't that know. was that was it for me. That was like the cost of living crisis. Uh, yeah, which it isn't. It isn't like it's just the cost of being pretentious crisis. That's true. Yeah, so. I mean, it is bougie that. Um, uh, it was Sarah's idea to actually get the uh, super automatic espresso machine, but honestly, it was a good idea. She was yeah. very much on point. Dad even got the exact <laughs> same one. I've heard. I've the heard the exact same one, and he's obsessed with it. He loves it. <laughs> hey, he drinks he coffee loves- black now because of it. Oh yeah. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. That shows you how obsessed he is. Yeah. Because yeah, you can play with the settings. Like, it's as I guess close to a coffee shop as you can get without actually having to know how to 
do a make Nespresso type coffee. Yeah. Obviously, it would be better if you can hand make it, but most people just don't really have the knowledge, will, or desire, Time. I guess, to yeah. do that. Um, which is fine. And yeah, it's worked out great. Um, Amazing. The investment, I mean, yeah, up front, they're kind of expensive, but I guess in the long run, if you. If you're one of those people that like drives to a coffee shop every morning because it tastes better at a coffee shop, don't sure. do that. Get yeah, one of these machines. Stop. Um, like I'm not saying you have to learn how to do anything because you literally don't. You fill up the water tank, you press go. If it's out of beans, it'll tell you. You put more beans in, that's it. And then occasionally Sarah cleans it. So I don't even have to, <laughs> have to do that. So the key here is to get a girlfriend and or partner who will clean it for you. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Seems like you lucked um, out. I love it. Yeah, I know. Uh, she does use it against me, but then I'm like, ha, 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 and I laugh while walking away. <laughs> um, she gets it. That's fine. Don't she worry about it. it. <laughs> I bring um, light yeah, I've, life. Yeah, I've considered getting myself, like, just spending my life savings on a, a full espresso machine for myself. But we have nowhere to put it in our fucking small-ass English apartment. So. Yeah, that's the thing, too. you got to have one of these like a North American-style kitchens where it's massive and you have tons of countertop space and whatever. Yeah. No, so it will not be happening soon. It will not. Or like recently, because I was looking at photos of places that we could maybe move to, um, there's people who have like these, these little bar carts in their in their houses just yeah. for all their liquor. And I'm like, yeah, you can get one of those for your espresso machine, for example. Um, but I always, I was just, for me, it's strange because I, I don't think I've had, I don't think I've been to a liquor store or bought beer in like two months outside nice. of a restaurant or whatever. Yeah, I just yeah. don't go. It's just not like a thing that I have at home. Um, so like when I see people have these collections of liquor, I'm like, are these people just turned all the time? <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you've seen our collection of liquor, right? At your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's actually. I mean, I got a lot of stuff left over from you here. Actually, um, there you go. That's been in the cupboard for about three, four, or five years. Uh, it doesn't go bad. I <laughs> use the vodka once in a while to clean things. You know, like alcohols <laughs> in it. So I'll use the vodka. That's that big um, vodka from like America Costco, isn't it? It's massive. Yeah, so it yeah. must be. It's it's huge. It's like three, four liters. Some stupid. I've had I don't that know how since big it is. University, man. I've had that for so long. It's fucking massive, man. So yeah, I just use that okay. when it, someone says use rubbing alcohol. Like I have rubbing, I have a rubbing alcohol, but that stuff's yeah. more expensive than a big bottle of cheap vodka. So I was like, <laughs> I'll just use the the cheap vodka. Fair, fair enough. Because I don't really drink vodka or anything like that. So yeah, you ever need to disinfect something? I'm sure that'll do it actually. As well. Yeah, there's alcohol in it. I mean, the Russians are doing okay, so maybe they. <laughs> Yeah, they're. Uh, I mean, not not really right now, but yeah, like, that, you know, historically they're okay, I guess. <laughs> They've been had a okay rough 120 over an average. Odd years. If you looked at an average time span, let's say 1600 till now, yeah. they've lasted. Okay. You know, they've <laughs> persevered. Just, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think that is a perfect time. Let's just end with some casual racism. Yeah, some and, casual um, like. Well, I mean, they are invading another country right now. They can kind of. Uh, they can deal with it. You're right. They, they can deal it. with it. They need the reality check from two white guys and opposite so from, ends of the yeah, two Western from a Western nation. We're gonna oh boy, oh boy. We're gonna start an international incident. <sighs> well, it has been fun talking to you and recording it at the same time. Indeed, that's it what always a podcast is. is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but some people have topics and like themes. Oh yeah, and, and a like, structure and like a and yeah, like yeah, intros. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. But you like and me, Sarah Tim. listens to this one called Dudesy, and it's a, basically a podcast run by an AI named Dudesy. Um, it comes up with topics for the hosts to talk about and does weird shit for them. I don't know how to describe it. It's weird. <laughs> I was just going to lay... I, I wondered how long you were going to go. I'm like, I'll just I was like, quiet. I'm just going to stab. But thank you very much for anybody who made it this far, as usual. Mm. You've been listening. I've been Lucas. That's been Tim. We're the Wonder Boys. Get us out of here. Music that Tim picks. Okay, bye. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel. I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. 
I've been to Reno, Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota, Wichita, Tulsa, Ottawa, Oklahoma, Tampa, Panama, Mattawa, La Paloma, Bangor, Baltimore, Salvador, Amarillo, Tocopilla, Barranquilla, and Padilla. I'm a killer. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, spare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. I've been to Boston, Charleston, Dayton, Louisiana, Washington, Houston, Kingston, Texas, County, Monterey, Faraday, Santa Fe, Tallapoosa, Glen Rock, Black Rock, Little Rock, Oskaloosa, Tennessee, Tennessee, Chicopee, Spirit Lake, Grand Lake, Devil's Lake, Crater Lake, the Beach Lake. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, spare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. I've been to Louisville, Nashville, Knoxville, Lombabaka, Shepherdville, Jacksonville, Waterville, Costa Rica, Pittsfield, Springfield, Bakersfield, Shreveport, Hackensack, Cadillac, Fond du Lac, Davenport, Idaho, Jellicoe, Argentina, Diamantina, Pasadena, Catalina, see what I mean. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, spare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. I've been to Pittsburgh, Parkersburg, Gravelburg, Colorado, Ellensburg, Rexburg, Vicksburg, Eldorado, Laramore, Atmore, Havistock, Chattanooga, Chaston, Nebraska, Alaska, Opelika, Baraboo, Waterloo, Kalamazoo, Kansas City, Sioux City, Cedar City, Dodge City, what a pity. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, spare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere.